set. Places, everybody. And action. You're listening to Black Girl Film Club, a podcast where two black women discuss movies. I'm Brittany. And I'm Ashley. And on this week's episode, we're discussing Booksmart from 2019, directed by Olivia Wilde. So we're continuing on with our mortifying high school experiences yes. theme for the month of September. High school breakups. Yeah. Friendships imploding. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming back together, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, a comedy. Uh, revisiting high school trauma. Yes. <laughs> Just keeping that train going. <laughs> I don't think we really talked a lot about high school trauma in the last one. I feel like this episode might be a better catalyst for that because yeah, I while I. I'm going to kind of say it out front. I don't really care for this movie that much. Yeah. I kind of related to the characters a little bit more in this film than yeah. I did in Superbad with rewatching it. Yeah, I I agree. I recognized really, really quickly. I was like, ooh, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I might be... A Molly, <laughs> which is not the best. E- partly Molly and partly Amy. I like a, a good combination of the two. I am more of a Molly than an Amy. Mm-hmm. In doing some self-reflection. Woo! Yeah, yeah, I'm a Molly. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I feel like in certain in certain friendships, I could be more of an Amy um, just because like my friends are always known as kind of being a wild group of girls. <laughs> but um, my like friends I would have like outside of that circle, they would always think I was kind of the more like bossy kind of girl. And I was like, oh, no, you have no idea. <laughs> I was like, I'm like the tame one compared to like my friends. But yeah, I could definitely see some some similarities and I was like ooh I'm uncomfortable yeah I yeah I under, I get it so what is this movie about really um so this movie focuses on two girls we named them earlier um Molly and Amy Molly is played by Beanie Feldstein and Amy is played by do you know this girl's name I think her name is Caitlin Dever? I'm gonna go with Dever. So Molly and Amy are two girls. Um, they're in their senior year of high school. It's actually set on the very last day of high school. Um, they're both really hardworking girls, very smart, very ambitious. Um, but they are sidetracked when they realize that um, basically they spent their entire Um, time at high school studying and learning and preparing for the future and they look down on their on their fellow students or their yeah their fellow students because you know they they didn't really look at school in the same way as molly and amy 
and come to find out that um, Molly and Amy really aren't the smartest girls in school. And it kind of, sh- it leaves them a little shook. Rattles them to their core. It did, because they've basically based their entire personalities. Molly, in particular, um, has based her entire personality and her life essentially on the fact that she was going to an Ivy League school. She wants to be, um, what, the youngest justice on the Supreme Court, I think is her, like, main goal. Like, that's her ultimate, like, life goal. And she's worked really hard. And she looks down on her on the other students because, you know, they're out there drinking and partying and having sex and, and doing stuff. And she thinks there's no way that these other kids could have possibly have worked as hard as her. Um, and it turns out they have while also having fun at school because you're supposed to have fun when you're young. Yeah. So um, with that information, they decide that they need to have uh, one last hurrah and have like a good, fun, non-educational memory. <laughs> and they decide to go to um, one of the popular kids party and, just to say that they did it. Just to say that they knew how to party. Yeah, because it's kind of like what, like when you go to college, those first few, like, I feel like those first few weeks, like you still kind of talk about things that you did in high school just because it's fresh. And so like if you go to like college and you're kind of like, I didn't do shit <laughs> and you can always lie because nobody really knows you at college unless you go to a college that's like local and everybody like with other students and stuff like that. But like, you know, if you go to school having like n- or no experiences at all, it's kind of like, damn. Like I wasted like, what my I- time. Yeah. Like what did I do? Because you can always study. You can study for the rest of your life if you want to, but you can't mm-hmm. have the same, you can't do the same shit you did in high school as you get older. Eventually, you have to, like, stop that shit. You have to grow up. <laughs> get your life together. Yeah. Acting yeah. like you're 18 at 28 or 38 or 48 is frowned upon by society. Brittany's like, I-, I still would like to. <laughs> I mean, every now and then I crack open a do. and relive my youth but transport you back like when Raven (laughs) be looking at the camera before she has a vision (laughs) take me back to those good old days oh no when I had good needs (laughs) we don't have a lot of like background for this movie there really wasn't like a whole lot of facts and interesting sort of tidbits we found unless i didn't find any it's pretty straightforward minus like the pitch which i told Brittany about and i was kind of taken back by it like i looked into it i found like it like the script was revised by a couple of different writers Mm -hmm. um over the years and it was on, like, the blacklist for a while. They started, like, shopping the script around in 2009. Now, this is from Wikipedia. So what take that with the blacklist. Or is it the blacklist? Yeah. Like, I that's saw where. That, but I didn't know what it was. The blacklist is where they kind of have scripts that, like, unproduced scripts that aren't made into movies quite yet, but uh-huh. they have promise. 
Um, and a lot of movies kind of are made from there. And I think Superbad was also on the blacklist, too. Okay. And you get some gems from there. You also get some trash from there. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, I've never seen or heard of this. I recognize some of these movies on this list. Like The Prestige. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Some things I do not recognize. I mean, I see like Hot Rod, Juno, The Kite Runner, Zodiac. Yeah. Zodiac is a slapper. So, okay. Um, like, these are like scripts that people like, like, but they aren't being made into movies quite yet, basically, yeah. right? I'm, I'm, I'm assuming, yes. Like, they're, basically, they're, this website, okay, from Wikipedia's mouth <laughs> to y'all's ears. It says, the website states that these are not necessarily the best screenplays, but rather the most liked, and it is based on a survey of studio and production company executives. So, yeah, I guess it is, like, stuff that just kind of has, like, promise. Um, So, uh, yeah, it was just started by this guy who emailed 75 other development executives and asked them to name their 10 best unproduced screenplays that they had read that year. Oh, it was started by a black guy. Cool. Franklin Leonard? And, like, it's some bankers on here. Oh, he's a lot younger than I thought he was. <laughs> okay. I'm okay. going to this right quick. But, um, so, uh, where were we? So, um, yeah, so the pitch for this movie was kind of billed as like um first it was billed as like training day but as a comedy and i was like training day is not a comedy in any sense and i don't know how you would turn it into a comedy i don't even know what this what this script looked like but that is so weird and i guess it was weird enough to catch their attention but now they're kind of more they've kind of shifted it more towards like being more of like a like a buddy cop kind of comedy just for like their dynamics and and little things like that, um, which I guess if you got to pitch it like that to get it in the door, like do what you got to do, I guess. Yeah, anything to make it happen. But I mean, aside from all that, I think it's pretty. I mean, the movie's pretty straightforward to me. Yeah. Um, and we talked about it a little bit. I guess we could talk about like that the whole Twitter stuff. Let's just like get that shit out the way. I guess. Because that is kind of, like, bruh. It was a mess. Like, I just kind of, so, okay, let's just break it down for some people who weren't there or whatever. So. Set the scene. The movie was released um, in May, end of May. It happened to be released the same weekend as Aladdin, the, the new one. God. And. Um, Avengers, right? No, I think Avengers had already come out, but it was still kind of like, um, it was still in theaters, so it was still raking in a lot of money. Why is it still in theaters? Yeah, Avengers came out on April 26th, so it was about a month ago, a month before this movie was released. Um, but it was still in theaters, and so it was still like on everybody's mind, and you know, 
so it was still raking in a lot of money and apparently it's still in theaters in certain places from what mm. Google tells me. And so I guess if you I can't believe this shit. Like like tomorrow it's gonna be in theaters at six o'clock. But so people were you know, the critics, um, because me and I mean, do you see this stuff on your Twitter timeline, by the way? I never asked you. Like, what? Do you see, like, like in the when you go to like the Twitter search and stuff, like they'll group certain things where like who you follow or like, like did you I get, did you see this? And it's well, like, not that one. But like when you go to like the moments kind of tab, they have the moments and they'll also group stuff by like I get like the film media group, which is like all of the of the um like critics not all of them but like the most like prominent ones there's like a group of like a same reoccurring critics so i see a lot of this there's their tweets when i look at their that i guess the twitter moments or whatever so i just noticed that like okay they're talking about this movie called book smart which i knew about the trailer because i think it, they played it during us and i was like eh, i'm not really into it um but it was the whole thing of this movie was being released um, next to this juggernaut of, of franchise. Because also the thing is, too, and we've mentioned in various episodes, Disney is <laughs> Disney is swallowing up everything. <laughs> they just it's uh, it stresses me out to think about it, because at the time, I believe every movie that was coming out was some sort of franchise or re-release. A lot of them, over half of them were Disney releases. So there wasn't really any competition. It was just Disney releasing movies in competition with itself. And so people were excited, you know, like to see like a movie, a little movie come out. But also, I think it started with one tweet <laughs> from a critic. I don't I don't remember who it was. I don't have any ads to give y'all. Um but she was like, yeah, just so, well, I don't know if it was a she. I was just say they they said that, yeah, you should support Booksmart and like, don't, you know, go see this. Like, don't see Disney or don't. Yeah, don't see a Disney movie. Don't see Aladdin. And 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 like, why would you support Aladdin over Booksmart? And, and people just kind of exploded. And then it kind of exploded into many different directions some of i was like surprised to see because i wasn't expecting it yeah it was it got wild y'all it got wild one of the things was like you know people were offended because aladdin is i guess uh, mostly yeah a movie with people of color like a cast of color that's where um, i was yeah and i kind of Girl, I wasn't going to see Aladdin. And like, I wasn't either. But, I wasn't either. But I can see like why people were mad. But I was also like, I mean, there's no way they would be in the same like category place. of like, like box office sales. I was like, that movie is not going to make that much because people wanted people. The people, their I think the base thing was they wanted this movie to make money because it gives hope to other movies that are on the smaller scale that aren't attached to a story that's based on a book or based off a comic book or based off of uh, a movie that came out 30 years ago. Like, it, it's that, but just the way that they phrased it was completely wrong. <laughs> I was like, you can root for a movie without, like, shitting on this other thing. And, like, you know I love to shit on Disney. Like, I don't give a fuck. But, like, 
I think people struggle with that a lot. And I don't know. I don't think it's a thing that you can actually fix either because with the, the flaw in that argument is the fuck am I going to take a fight? Like I have children, like regardless of the films in the theater, parents are going to take their kids to see a kid friendly movie. So any, any movie that you could take kids to see is going to be successful during their opening weekend. Cause yeah. people be fucking tired of their kids. They yeah. love them, but they be tired. Yeah, yeah. You just take your kids to, you know, shut shut them up, I guess. I'm sorry. I don't have kids. But, yeah, no, I, I get what you, yeah, I agree um, with that. And then from there, it also sprung into, like, well, why would we go see this movie full of white girls? <laughs> and that's, that was also a little bit teamy, a little bit, and too. I was, I was a little surprised, not because of that. I was kind of like. I mean, like, I was expecting the conversation to go there, although, like, I don't know why I was not surprised. Or I don't know why I was surprised by that. Um, and then that turned into, like, we don't have any coming-of-age movies for black people. And I was, like, iffy. Not iffy, but I was, like, my thing was, I was, like, I feel like there's so many movies out that people do not see that are small that people don't hear about until, like, award season. That I was kind of like, I feel like there's more because people are naming some and that doesn't like negate the fact that there aren't a lot of movies. But it was kind of like there are actually a lot of movies that come out that I feel like people don't see because they aren't marketed in that way of these bigger movies. And so I could kind of see like a lot of different angles from it, like from pretty much everybody's argument. (laughs) But it was just like a weekend. I was like, God damn. That was, it was the, like, a clusterfuck. I was kind of just like, yo, do I even like movies anymore? <laughs> do I fucking like movies? Because y'all are so. <laughs> I don't want to let other people's like conversations and stuff like sway my opinion of something I enjoy. But I was like, oh, y'all make it so like. Y'all suck the, the fucking fun out of it. <laughs> And there are discussions that need to be had. But I was just, like, so, like, exhausted by the end of that weekend. I was like, man, fuck. And, like, all of those arguments. So, like, I saw it all. Like, I saw the point in everybody wanted to go see Aladdin and supporting this movie that has no purpose in even being made. But Oh, my God. Oh, my God. If they make a sequel... Yeah, it's full of uh, brown and black people, people of color. It it shouldn't be made. It is just a ploy to get your money. But, you know, got people of color on the screen. I see, like, this argument for a smaller female-led, female-led comedy. You want this comedy to be successful. So that actually pushed me into the theater. I wanted mm-hmm. to see why people were acting such a fucking fool for. So I was like, I'm going to go see Booksmart because I'm not. I didn't go see Avengers and I didn't go see Aladdin because I'm, I'm tired of Disney getting in my pockets. Y'all got my money for over 47 years. Y'all don't need it no more. OK, y'all good. 47 y'all good. whole years. Between 47 to 80 years. Y'all good. OK, oh, y'all don't need it no more. A long time. OK. Yeah, I don't need it anymore. So I actually went to see Booksmart just to see, like, what, you know, what was this about? What is, what's going on? What's going 
got on with Buck Smarts. What has people cutting up on the internet? And I saw it and I was like, okay, this is not a film for me. And that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Coolio. Yeah. At yeah. least I saw it. At least um, they got my money. That's cool. I supported a small film that week. Yeah. Because I think the other thing, too, is that they were trying to make it. They were encouraging people to see it to make sure it got a good first week showing because that's also kind of a thing that's it's happening now is like if you don't have a good first week showing you're pretty much fucked and that has like a lot of implications which sucks because a lot of movies do not usually make a lot of money their first week and or if they do they might fall off the next week and it's such a it's it's not fair because there are movies that are really good that don't get the attention that they should or they're only released in certain theaters and so they don't make enough money. And then, then they're like, oh, well, we shouldn't make any more of these because they don't make any money, which is unfair because I know a lot of people who would like to make movies, a lot of, movie, a lot of people who would like to write and direct and, and that kind of thing. And, and you like I can see them making a smaller movie before they make like some gigantic fucking, you know, multi-million dollar franchise first and I feel like that's how people get their foot in the door but that door is closing very rapidly mm-hmm. so it does concern me and um but also like like bruh I feel like somebody should have been like oh Disney no <laughs> let me just like move this back a, a week or something like I know you can't really get away from a Disney movie being released. Like, there's one, like, every fucking, like, two weeks now or something. But, like, bruh. I feel like somebody should have just been like, oh. But maybe they wanted to show strength and resilience in the face of of a huge corporation. Yeah. Well, they tried. Bless their hearts. They made their money back. Yeah. They I did mean, make their money back uh, eventually. Um, 26 to a $6 million budget. Okay, I think girl. That- I think that first weekend they only made like two million and so people were worried that it was going to be like a flop because people always say shit like that. Like, oh, it flopped. Uh. <laughs> like, it's such a thing now um, to judge a movie off of its like box office earnings. Yeah. And we all know a good ass movie that didn't make a billion dollars or whatever. We all know one. Yeah. So I think it's unfair to judge a movie by its box office earnings. However, I am also in agreement with Brittany <laughs> that this isn't really the movie for me. Like, I like parts of the movie, and I like the spin that they took on certain things. Um, but, like, overall, like, I'm like, oh, this is for, like, the youth. Kids. <laughs> this is for the youth. Yeah. The, um, these are for youths. These, yeah, because is- it's kind of, remi- you know what it reminds me of, too? It reminds me of, like, Love, Simon. I have not seen that. I thought you saw that movie. We talked about it like in no, a prior we didn't. episode. We didn't talk about it. We we mentioned it in the prior we, episode. Did we talk about the character of Love Simon? We didn't talk about it like in depth, but we kind of like talked about like Gen Z and oh. and you know what what movies like this will look like in the future and stuff like oh. that. In terms of like queer and like gay and lesbian movies, I think. Oh. I have to go back. You know, that was like a year or two ago. 
Oh, you you that's, know how my brain works. She yeah. Listen, Shit. I am doing so much legwork over here because Brittany's brain lasts I, from like she's like the fifty first <laughs> dates kind of brain. <laughs> I'm like Brittany. Remember when you said that? No, no. Remember what you said in this episode? No, Absolutely I not. Know. I do not know. I'm like, oh, bitch. <laughs> but yeah, I I liked. Like, I enjoyed Love, Simon, but also it's like, it's not a movie for me. Like, it's not for my age group. Yeah. It's humor that I'm like, I don't understand quite everything that's happening <laughs> right now, which is fine. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. like when you watch movies with your parents and they'd be like, this is my shit. Oh, my God. There has been so many movies my mom tried to put me on. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck y'all were talking about back then. And then you watch funny. it and it's just like, oh, all right. It's kind of yeah. like that, but for, like, kids. And you yeah. just be like, okay, I get it. This is not for me. Cool. Yeah. yeah. That um, doesn't mean it doesn't have merit. It's just, like, the same for me. Yeah. And I, both I, things can be true. I feel like for viewers, and I, I guess for us as, like, podcasters, I wouldn't say... I wouldn't consider myself a critic because obviously I'm not like y'all not paying me to talk about movies. I mean, I would accept cash for my opinions on movies. Please obviously, tell us. Yes, I we will sell out in an instant, y'all. We both. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be an uh, ad at the beginning, middle, and end of this shit. <laughs> you like y'all can pay us. We will accept oh, it. I just was talking about going like down with the elite last episode. Now look at me. <laughs> we raggedy, obviously. <laughs> Third love, call us. Eat the rich, we raggedy, we are willing to sell out. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> but, like, I think when talking about movies for the podcast, and critiquing movies and having, like, critical discussions of them, we have to be able to accept when a movie isn't for us. Like, that's part of watching it. Um, and... Uh, realizing that it could be for somebody else and that's fine um and a lot of people that, like this movie people really fuck tweets. with it i saw i saw a couple tweets uh yesterday or today from certain scenes i was like okay because like usually like i still go on tumblr i know that's like you know everybody's talking about like it's a cemetery and it's dead now but like i still go on tumblr and i actually haven't really seen like a lot of like posts on it on my um Whatever you call, I can, wanted to call it a timeline, my dashboard. Um, but yeah, like it's not that people don't like it. It's just like I haven't really, and you know, I have plenty of good movies to watch. <laughs> like I got a stack of movies I'm supposed to be watching that my brain is just like, nah, girl, we checked out. Mm. <laughs> Understandable. So- so I don't know how we want to break down this episode because we're trying to like keep it like cute because like for some reason we just go off on tangents. Yeah, we just be talking. We, we love talking, talking to each other. So how about we talk about the things that we enjoy about the movie? Okay, yeah. So um, I mean, I have one. I, like we talked about Molly <laughs> and how she's kind of an asshole. Um I really like the fact that she, both girls, really, I like the fact that they were, even though they were, like, the smart girls, they weren't necessarily, like, super socially inept. 
where they've like never spoken to another person or like they're afraid of the boys or they're just like, oh, like they don't cower in the hallways. Molly listens to mindful meditation in the morning, be like, fuck these other people. (laughs) It was very aggressive. And I was like, you know what? This is the type of mindful meditation that I would listen to. This is why I listen to like DMX before certain shit I do because I'm like, it's time to go fuck people up. So, you know, I, I could see I, I I was on the same page with her with that one. And um, I just liked how they were kind of they weren't like your typical kind of nerdy girls like you would expect from movies in the past. And they weren't like your typical archetype of like the nerdy girl who studies and like hides out in the library. Yes, they do have fake IDs to get into the 24 hour library <laughs> for a local college, which is some extremely nerdy shit. But um, they weren't like the type of girls that you would be like, have you ever spoken to another person before? <laughs> like, are, are you OK? Like, <laughs> I I enjoyed that about them. Like they talk about stuff. They talk about sex. They talk about masturbation. Like they're not like so shut off. They just don't enjoy their peers, <laughs> which is the other thing, which is I mean, pretty typical. I don't really know that many people who like high school or liked the people in their high school or like I mean, people be people regularly post about like I don't like talking to people please get the fuck away from me and I felt like that was in the same vein like yeah I don't like talking to people that I feel like I don't want to talk to yeah I I related to their experience like from my personal high school experience Mm -hmm. and that like it was something that I liked and didn't like about the movie at the same time Mm -hmm. um and it actually kind of like stressed me out a little bit ah um like some okay so gonna get personal here with you guys so um I was in a program called Gifted and Talented program. Oh, GT. So that's like advanced courses, like honors classes. And I was in that like program from like sixth grade to 12th grade. So my middle school experience, the whole entire school was all gifted and talented kids. Mm-hmm. From all over the city, like it was like the one of the only middle schools in the area that had that. So okay. every single person in my middle school was a Molly or an Amy. So that their drive and their ambition, their competitiveness was mm-hmm. every single person. Oh my I god, I'd be so school. like annoyed. <laughs> every single person that I went to school with. So oh my god. When I went to high school, I also went to high school with some of the people that I went to middle school with. And then, like, from the high, like, other middle schools with that program, like, kind of sprinkled in. So, like, it wasn't as intense as it was in middle school, but Mm -hmm. it still had that competitiveness. Yeah. And it still had, like, some people who were still trying to outdo each other. Yeah. And oh my God. get those class rankings. 
Oh my god, yeah, we can talk about class rankings. I'm gonna let you finish, but I just want you to know if you went to high school in Texas, you know how important class rankings were. But continue. And I like, like, I like that I could see some of my high school experience because, like, in that part of them, mm-hmm. with seeing like how stressed I got watching them, see how important their academics were because they were so focused on getting into Ivy Leagues. I knew people who wanted to go to Ivy Leagues who didn't necessarily sacrifice things, but they did sacrifice things to make sure that their college applications were well-rounded so they can get into the schools of their choices. And I was just like, I was a high achieving slacker at certain points because that, when I realized that I couldn't compete at the level that they did because I didn't give a fuck, like, around my, like, sophomore, junior year, I just stopped caring. And I was just yeah. like, well, you know what? This is what it is. I'm the dumbest, smartest person in this bitch. <sighs> I'm just going to stop. So I just did what I wanted to do because I couldn't yeah. compete because I wasn't going to stress myself out. I saw what it was doing to them. I saw how people were like literally having like little mini breakdowns over like AP tests and AP classes. Uh, and yeah. I was like, "Hey y'all, just chill out. Like it's not that serious." Right. Um like you should have seen how everybody kind of like broke down when only like one person passed like their AP English test because our teacher made us read The Prince of Tides. Instead of traditional AP English books. Why would you? I mean, I can get why you wouldn't because like that always sucked about AP is that we had to read the specific books and then other people were reading other books that sounded like cool. And I was like, God damn it. I do not want to read <laughs> the, Prince of Tides, the book of Prince of Tides is not appropriate this. for a bunch of 17 year olds to be reading in the classroom. I feel like you mentioned this in the prior episode too. Um, it's Bitch, emotion. <laughs> it's emotionally <laughs> scarring, and I wish I had done like this guy in my class who said it was against his Christian values to read you it. You did say that. <laughs> I did. I'm having a oh my god so this is, moment because I forgot. This is prior part two. Uh, oh, <laughs> I forgot. But you really did. Bruh. I remember you talking about it. Oh, it's shit. been like a year, so like, I, I get you. Oh, I feel you. <laughs> but yeah, I got that. But also didn't like how stressed they like how how anxious Molly made me mm-hmm. stress me out. Like I couldn't yeah. do her. She was too intense. She was also a huge asshole. Who she was. Does not know how to talk to people. Like, no, it's a difference between being direct and assertive. And mm-hmm. being a kick-ass woman and being an unlikable asshole. And she is an unlikable yeah. asshole. Yeah. And yeah. she fucking hated everybody. Because she and, said it in the thing, in the movie. She says, it like, I, the only way I knew how to compete with anybody in my school was to be better than them. And that was through, like, academics. And so that's kind of informed her entire interaction with everybody. Aside from Amy, not even really aside from Amy, really including Amy too. Anybody, she she'll run up. Molly will run up on you. <laughs> like mm-hmm. she'll give a fuck because she's smart and she knows she's smart, which is a good thing. 
but also she just kind of takes it too far because she's not even allowed to like she couldn't even give them like an uber because her score was like a two or something or like a she was so low in like her uber rating she was like we're never gonna get an uber because no one's gonna pick us up because i'm too abrasive that's a problem yeah although she doesn't talk to people like seth does (laughs) which is no i mean she does but not not in the same she don't use the same words Thank God. And I was also thinking about how they essentially play two versions of the same character. They did. She kind of plays more of the assertive um, academic version. Like if Seth actually put like any effort into his studies, because, you know, he didn't. We never saw their grades or anything, but I just I get the feeling like that was a C student. (laughs) Mm-hmm. It was like, like a, I don't give a fuck. I turned it in late, whatever. Um, and you see that when he was in home ec, he was like, I mean, home ec was kind of like, I felt him a little bit on that because I had a terrible home ec teacher. Um, and after a while, I was like, you know what? Anything I do in this class is kind of pointless because she would give us like the wrong fucking answers for shit. And then we'd put down what she told us was the right answer and she'd mark it wrong. <gasps> that happened to us. <laughs> like, to, that happened to literally like, like, like 10 of us in our class and we were like what the fuck we all studied together you gave us the study sheet to study this because it was easy like it wasn't really like all that but like we were like what the fuck was the point of you giving us any help <laughs> she See, i never that. said that i never said that and we were like yes you literally it was like my whole entire table like we all studied together and we were like bitch this is wrong oh so i felt him on that one because i was like nah because my homie my home ec teacher was trash but like <laughs> But she is what Seth would be if he actually gave a shit um, and did not use, like, slurs against yeah. gay people. <laughs> and hate speech and all that yeah, shit. In was, general. Yeah. yeah. And so, but I wanted to mention, for my high school experience, I didn't go to, like, a, I wasn't in a gifted and talented. I don't think we had gifted and talented necessarily, but I didn't go to, like, a quote-unquote, like, normal high school. Like, my high school was a magnet school. Do y'all have magnet schools? That, up in the Midwest? That's what my middle school technically was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so then we kind of did the same thing. So mm-hmm. I went to a magnet junior high and high school. Um, I was in there for art. So my junior high was primarily focused on the arts. And then there was another junior high school that was primarily focused on the, like, sciences and math and stuff like that. And, um... Those weren't the only two junior high schools, but, like, those are the only two magnet schools. And so we – I went there for that, and then I went to my high school, which had, a, like, a, like it had, like, six magnets. Like, it was, like, law magnet, robotics, art, theater, c- like, culinary. Like, it was a bunch of shit. So you could pretty much just do whatever. <laughs> like, if you felt the – felt it in your spirit and you kind of knew what you wanted to do once you left high school um, – so I did that, but mine was primarily, like, it wasn't as intense because it was still, like, a regular high school. Like, you didn't have to go there just to be, like, in the magnet. So I kind of got, like, a difference, like, um, a little bit of both. Um, but I was in art with a girl who was, like, in the top three of our class. And so there was regular discussions about, oh, like, do you think you're going to make valedictorian and stuff? And the big thing that I mentioned earlier is that in Texas – if you go to a public school, like a public college, if you're in the top 10% of your class, you get in automatically. 
So you, I mean, you still had to apply, which is kind of bullshit because you had to spend the money, the money to apply. Like they should get rid of that shit. That's terrible. But, um, yeah, if you were top 10, you got in automatically. And so people are like, oh shit, it's a race to be in the top 10. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it would change because, you know, people would leave school, people would drop out and stuff. Um, and so I was like in top 10, I was in top 10, but it turned, it, it basically shifted from like when I was in 10th grade, cause I was in high school, um, 10th grade to through 12th grade. And, um, by like, you had to be in the top 10 by like the end of your junior year, um, before you started applying to the colleges and stuff, your senior year. And I ended up being 50 out of 500. Like I was like dead last. <laughs> and like, let's. That's like a really good thing. I'm like, I'm still like, I had like a four point something, not four point. I had like a three point, like a high three point GPA or something. I can't remember. I mean, it's been like fucking like 12 years. So like, I don't know. But like <laughs> people were so stressed about that shit. And then also we have like our state tests. Um, I don't know what it's called now, but like that was a big deal. And then um, you had to take the SATs. On top of that, and then you also had to do, like, I did AP English um, and history. So we spent, like, the majority of our time writing and shit like that. So it was, like, so much standardized testing. And, like, by the end of it, I was like, girl, I don't fucking care. (laughs) I just, like, lost the will to, like, give a shit. Like, I was like, I'm going to art school, man. (laughs) (laughs) I don't really care. Like, I cared, but I was like. Not enough to be, like, sick about it. Um, And then I ended up, like, passing... I got, like, a four on my AP history. I didn't take a single AP history class. Or English class. I got fours on AP, English, and history. Hell yeah! I didn't take a single English class, which is probably why I don't like to write things now. Because I have no skill (laughs) doing that shit at all. But, like, I love history. So Is four as bad or one good wait no four is good okay it's out of i want to say it's out of five okay it's either out of four out of five but like four and and higher pretty much you didn't have to take like you know u.s history again so i didn't have to do that so i could actually take history classes i actually wanted to take so i took like some cool ones and then i didn't have to take any english did not even look towards the english department i was like fuck that shit (laughs) i don't have to do it and so i was like yes but uh, yeah, it was kind of the same thing. People were very like aggr- like a little bit too into their test scores because it's your whole life. Like we took so much. There was so much standardized testing. That's still like a an issue now. I think of how much testing there is year to year. Um, so there are definitely some mollies in my class, and I feel like I was more. I feel like I'm more Molly in like general personality in the fact that I could be a bit abrasive. <laughs> In certain situations, and also I'm extremely, I'm extremely impatient. I re- I recognize this is a flaw. This is going to be my fatal flaw. This is going to be the thing that puts me in the grave. I feel, but um, yeah, just the whole like even though I stopped giving a fuck about like like putting my nose to like the books all the time, I still didn't really do anything in high school. Like I had fun, but I also didn't like you know, I didn't like go to a lot of parties and I didn't do a lot of like, you know, I did like extra curriculars and stuff, but it was kind of like, 
not to like the level like these kids were and that kind of thing. So I was like, ooh, yikes. <laughs> I feel like I'm being called out. Mm-hmm. I like I made up for it in, in college a little bit, but it was kind of more the same, actually, because my major was so intense that um, we had to do portfolio reviews every year, every spring semester. And if you failed, you had to wait a whole year before you could retake the class because they only did them like spring semester or fall semester. Like they didn't do it like mo- like. If you want to take graphic design, you can only take it in the spring. There was no, like, oh, you can come back in the fall. So I basically lived in fear until, like, 2012. (laughs) (laughs) If anybody wonders, like, why I'm so anxious and panicky (laughs) and just generally, like, on edge, it's because I've, like, been nonstop. So, like, I guess I kind of chilled out in high school and then ramped it right back up in college. Because I I went out a lot, actually, freshman year. I made up for everything in, in high school, like, by, like, October of, of freshman year. <laughs> and so, um, and then I had to, like, dive deep back into, like, studies and stuff. Because otherwise I was like, oh, shit, I could actually fail. Because I did. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't during my party years. But it was, like, a case of, like, oh, shit, I you got to like actually like work at this shit. <laughs> and so I, I, yeah, I, I definitely have had like a moment too where Molly, she realizes she's not the smartest girl. Um, and even if she is very smart, there are people who are smart and have lives. Molly is going to get her like face cracked whenever she goes to, I forgot which Ivy she was going to. She's going to Yale. Yeah. When she goes to Yale and realize that, She's full, she's full of smart motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> it's full of probably, like, kids that are also, like, gotten in for being loaded. But, like, yeah, like there's a lot of smart kids that go there, too, so. When she realized she's not the best, it's she's going to lose it. She's yeah. absolutely going to lose her fucking mind. And that happens, too. I was, I was thinking about that. Like, if you don't, if you put all your sort of eggs into like this one thing about being like your entire facet of your personality is something that's easily um breakable (laughs) like Mm -hmm. being the smartest in the room that's not always like a constant like there's always somebody who's smarter than you is always somebody better than you even if you try your hardest you still you know might get shown up by somebody it might even be like shown up it's just like they're they know they they're smarter than you like you could do your best and still fuck up and fail. And so mm-hmm. humble I, that week. You you know, I, re- I remember when I was a kid because I had gotten like all A's. That was like a big thing for me. And um, bitch, I got a C. This is like in third grade. I cried. I bawled crying because you have to like, I'd show that to my grandma. Oh, like, <laughs> Because, oh you know, my grandma was always like, oh, my God, like, you're doing so well. You're going to go to college. You're going to be smart. All that stuff. You know, if you've ever been one of those kids, like, oh, you got to do you have to go to college. You have to go to college. You have to college. That was like my entire life um, until I graduated, <laughs> basically. And I like bald crying. And then that happened to my cousin. She was the same. She's got all A's until like maybe like last year. And she's 16. 
Oh, she got like her first B. I think she took Ooh. it in stride. I think, I think she took it in stride. But like, I was like, at least she learned early. Yeah, the way like, you learn that—that's that'll fuck you up. I got my first C in sixth grade and I lost it. See, like I had gotten A's and like a couple B's, but when I got a C, I was and- like, I'm dumb. <laughs> My science teacher got like she roasted me about it, and I brought it home to my mom. And my mom was like, "Yeah, like it be like my mom just told me it be like that sometime." And I was like, "What? What do you mean?" I know (laughs) I lost it because that was like, how dare she give me a C? I'm me. The thing too was like my mom. I remember like she'd always be like, "Oh, your grades, your grades, your grades, and stuff," and like because you know back in the day parents had to like sign your report cards or whatever and um i remember we went to uh my grandma's house a while back and i don't know how we ended up getting like uh some memory box out and she had her like report card from high school and i was like mom <laughs> like these grades i was like is that a d she had like a d in french <laughs> mm. <laughs> So when I came home with like a B or a C, all of a sudden, like I was the worst kid on earth. But like, look at this shit. I was like, I never came home with a D, bitch. <laughs> like, okay, I see. I see what time it is. I see what time it is. Mm-hmm. I make fun of her for it now. <laughs> God, I was like, I can't believe you've been um, up my butt about this for like years. About my grades and stuff. Because, like, oh, God, I even had to use, like, I used to have to take my report card to the pastor and, like, let him see it. Like, that was a thing in my church. And I was, like, like, now I think about it, I'm, like, what the fuck were we doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, why does the pastor need to know how well I'm doing in school? Who cares? <laughs> my grandma, like, go show Pastor Thompson your report card. And I'm, like, Okay. <laughs> Like and then, like later, I'm like, why did I? Why did we do that? Like, why? What was the point of that? It's a community. I'm like the fuck, <laughs> bruh. It was so funny too, cause my I I know we're going off on like a super tangent, but like my dad recently told me he's like, you were such a good kid. Like you didn't do anything. You didn't get like I never got any crazy calls about something you had done or whatever, like serious calls or whatever. Like, and I was like, yeah, but like, what did I do? <laughs> like, you know, I never got any fights. <laughs> Not that I wanted to be fighting, but like, you know what I mean? Like. I have memories from high school, but, like, not, like, on that level of, like, oh, yeah. But then also, like, too, like, like we said, like, in our, like, I think we said this in the super bad episode. Like, once you get past high school, like, nobody fucking cares. Yeah. If you go to college and shit like that, like, nobody cares. Especially in college. Nobody fucking cares about what you did. After, like, the first, like, couple weeks and shit, like, nobody cares. No. You could honestly become a new person. You really could. I really should. I should have done that. I went to school with people I knew, but like we were in the same major. Like I barely saw them, if ever. So I could have just been like, yeah, I did this and did this and just lied. But like I'm a terrible liar. So. 
Don't be like me. If you're young and listening to this, go have fun. Be joyful before you have to pay bills and car loans and student loans and shit. Like, don't just live your best life, kids. Live your best life. Be young. Do crimes. <laughs> um, I don't know about the last part. Okay, disclaimer. Mm-hmm. Like, don't do serious but crimes. Like, you know. That first part, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do not use this as evidence. I swear I mean, to God. Take that last part with a grain of salt. Be yeah, like, don't do that. Do that last part at your own discretion. Right. Right. <laughs> um, so I guess another thing I liked um, was... I guess kind of like the updates of it. Although this kind of was like a yes and a no for me. It was kind of like the way they talk to each other. Like between Molly and Amy. They got on the fucking earth. They like, it's kind of like Twitter. <laughs> because it's like, like, I feel like in our, in our generation. <laughs> well, I mean, Brittany's like, you know, 47 or whatever. Yeah. But like, um, I feel like. There was more. Oh, I also do. Well, I, I guess this like kind of wraps into it, but like they're not um, both fighting over a boy. Like that doesn't come up because Amy is. I guess would you call her queer? Would you say she's gay? She's a lesbian. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. So she's a lesbian. Um, but she's not she, really. She hasn't had a girlfriend. Yeah, she hasn't had a girlfriend, so that comes up. She has a crush on this skater girl named Ryan. Um, when she went through, Molly went through her crushes, and I was like, girl, had a crush on the cat from Aristocats. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, is that that's, a thing? That's some, that's some youth internet shit. Do you, that is, you read you know those threads and it'd be like, I had a crush on like Robin Hood from Disney's Robin Hood and Simba from Simba, the Lion yes. King. And be like, Oh, like, girl, I mean, I so do y'all, all I guess. <laughs> like, y'all skipped Prince Eric and Aladdin and... I mean... Tarzan with his weird dreaded hair. <laughs> White man dreads. <laughs> I try to... That's charming. You can get take I, it old school. I try not to judge, but it... If somebody bust out, I had a crush on Radigan from Great Mouse Detectives, <laughs> I would lose it. Like, I would lose my mind. I would I don't lose know it. anybody has a crush on Radigan. Actually, <laughs> um, let us know if you had a crush on Radigan from <laughs> the Great Mouse yes. Detective. Drop I in, would really like to know. Okay. Yes. Thanks. Drop that in our replies. Let us know if you. Let us know. Liked a demonic rat. Um living in 19th century London <laughs> I, I don't know whatever uh, Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes lived girl that's you know that's, the whole point of the movie yeah but Radigan was you know I mean you know be into what you into I guess but she also had a crush on Avril Lavigne okay so she developed like kind of a, a slight type a little punky um tomboyish uh so um, that's one of her kind of her motivations to go into the party is because Ryan tells her about this party that's happening at uh, a boy called Nick's house because um, his aunt is stuck on a cruise because the, the cruise is stranded somewhere or something like that. She's like, yeah, like 
They're out there shitting in buckets and stuff. <laughs> but um, yeah, Amy is is shook, but she wants to go. Um, she kind of wants to go, but she's not as, as into it as as Molly is. Um, but I did like that. I kind of it it was like their dialogue between each other. The only word I can think of is like bombastic. I don't know if that's like the right word for this. They compliment each other so much. It's not like it, it totally reminded me of Twitter because that's kind of been a thing on the Internet now is not cutting each other down necessarily over things that you would have cut another girl down. You know, because people used to be like, oh, I don't like her because she's pretty kind of shit. This is like the exact opposite. Like, oh, my God, you look so good. You look like an angel. You know what it reminds me of, too? It reminds me of Parks and Rec. The way Leslie would talk to Anne. Anne. Yes. What she used to call her? She's like, you're a beautiful. Angel. Angel, you're a beautiful goddess. (laughs) And shit like that. Like super over the top. Um, I think they said they got that from like Beanie's Instagram. Because she, the way she said I have no breath. (laughs) I was like, okay. So it's very like over the top. Um, But it's not like, it's not necessarily like Seth and Evan and how they talk to each other. Which is like. They talk mean. to each other like garbage people. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> and like, I jokingly call my friends idiots and stuff. Like, <laughs> but like, yeah, it's like completely different. This is, I think, more of a, like we said in the last episode, it's more of Gen I get, I don't, are they Gen Z? Um, technically, like- they, the characters would be Gen Z. Okay. So, um, yeah, it's 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 different. Like the way they talk to each other is different. Um, they have like gender neutral bathrooms, too, which I didn't realize at first. Um, so I guess it's kind of more. I don't know if it's necessarily indicative of of the times now, but it is kind of moving into like, oh, this feels like stuff that people like. I see people talking about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it felt. Um, it felt more of like, I guess, I don't want to say of the times because like I'm not in high school, <laughs> so I can't really give you like a good synopsis. And I don't have any um, anybody like in my near vicinity that is in high school, so I don't really know. Completely. I know a, a local youth. I talk to them occasionally. And a local youth? You sound like you just found them on the street. <laughs> I'm like, hey, youth, what's up with that? And then I go about my day. Um, yeah. So I, you know, I chime in with the youth. It's 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 different. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is. I don't know. I'm going to ask the local youth about this movie next time I see yeah. them. Let's see right. what they think. Okay, about this movie in particular. Yeah. Let's see, if, like, hey, local youth, is this real? Is this how it is when you guys communicate with one another? I don't. I don't doubt that people are still like bitchy because like that that'll never go away. But I feel like the way you like people are are. More... I do know. I do know that local youths communicate to one another through vines and vine but references even... and okay, memes. Take, vine is not even a thing anymore. Not vine. Mm-hmm. TikToks. TikToks. Okay. And <laughs> actually, older youths vines. TikTok. R.I.P. And- to the greatest thing that the internet ever produced, which was Vine. Fuck you, Twitter. For <laughs> buying it and shutting it down. Because that was the that was the beginning of the end. Yeah. 
and memes. Like, memes is, like, a language. They do communicate through memes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I sound it's- old as shit. But I know you that. You know, you're like, this is a National Geographic study. <laughs> like, so the youths communicate through memes? <laughs> what does it mean when you're, you're teen types? LOL. <laughs> those stupid things i hate them so much (laughs) but i mean we're 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 in a weird position of like we're not necessarily the youth in terms of like target market for like marketing and stuff but we do similar things it's just like we kind of remember what it was like beforehand and we know what it is like after yes like you know what it's like to wait three days to get online and then have like that sinking feeling when someone pick up the phone and disconnect you bitch i used to be like mom get off the phone <laughs> can, I, can i get on the internet she'd be like no i'm still on the phone <laughs> like damn and then the internet was like kind of a waste like i only went on there for like to go on the nickelodeon website to play games oh hell yeah yeah that was the only reason why i got online um but also, too, the other thing is, too, these girls, they are very socially conscious, which is kind of, is definitely um, more of a thing now, I feel, um, because you see younger kids are kind of taking up the mantle of this because a lot of, a lot of things that are happening in the world are going to affect them or are affecting them regarding. Mm-hmm. Pretty much everything, climate change is about to knock their asses out. Um, mm-hmm. The government is regularly letting people die every day in schools and shit. So like, <laughs> like mm-hmm. it. So they they have to be. Um, these girls are kind of od about it a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, they're kind of like like the woke girls. This is my strange is like stuff I I did not I did not like this, but I also felt like it was a lot. I did not like Malala. Did not like Malala. <laughs> like, I okay. The concept of Malala is being like I don't know how to describe it in the concept of like the context of the movie. Like, it's basically but, like you need to support me on this kind of thing. Like, no questions asked. Yeah. Um, I don't know why they said Malala, though. Like, I don't know why they brought her name into it. Um, I I looked it up and I found the explanation, but the explanation was a little garbled and Uh didn't make enough sense to me, so I can't really explain it to you. So, it's on. <laughs> okay. Like, I mean, okay. it, it 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 ain't fly with me. So it is on IMDb. If you want to look into that for yourselves, it's there. I was just like, okay, mm, all right. But like, um, who invoked Malala first? Um, it was Amy. It was Amy. Yes, and I don't remember why, though. Oh, was it to go to the second party, or... Fuck, I don't actually know. Or was it Mo- Molly the 
both times. Oh, I know it was Molly the first time, and then it was Amy, and Amy said, or then Molly was like, no, girl, we're not doing that. <laughs> That's yeah. what it was. Okay, you're right. So, yeah, it was Molly the first time she because she wanted to go to the next party. Because the thing about this movie is they're trying to get to this party, but they don't know anybody's address because they don't interact with anybody aside from, like, educational pursuits. <laughs> so, like, class projects and, like, shit at school. But, like, they don't talk to these people once they leave the school grounds. And um, they are trying to get the address. And so they go to one... They get the address from one guy. I cannot remember what this boy's name is. But he's, like, a super tryhard. Bless his heart. Bless his black scent. He's, I don't know who oh, said that was a good idea. He had a black scent? He he had a low-key, he had a black scent. Oh, his name is Jared. Yeah. I don't remember him having a little black scent, but he was like a regular-ass little like white boy. He's got a lot of money. He has a yacht for some reason, or he has some sort of boat that he has a party on, but nobody shows up because nobody really wants to go to his little party. And Molly is like, you can't make, like, you can't buy people like affection like you can't make people like you by like buying them and she was like he was like yeah you can and I'm like damn shit that's I'm sure he's seen that somewhere that you definitely can he's like yeah like and you. like he was references like referencing his dad like his parents oh yeah then yeah because he bought everybody like in the gift bags for his yacht party was like iPads I bought <laughs> bitch you know how much an ipad costs nowadays like and he had for whatever reason he had like an airbrushed molly hat like a hat with molly's name on it for her i know and i was like do you mean molly like her molly or do you mean like molly like the drugs it was for her he totally had a crush on her obviously he did he did he because he said he did like her because she was so assertive and pushy and and that kind of thing and i think it's because he kind of wasn't um he's just trying to get people to like like him and stuff even though he's got so much goddamn money people really don't fuck with him like that because he is a fucking try hard <laughs> like you can always tell and um but yeah so they end up at this party and then that's a complete fucking psychotic mess <laughs> because there's that girl Gigi who ends up jumping out this is what's her name um billy lord. lord yeah carrie fisher r.i.p um this is her daughter which I didn't realize it. Mm-hmm. I knew her daughter was in the movie, but I didn't realize which one was her daughter because I don't think I've... I've seen, like, one picture of her. So I didn't know that was her. But she's, like, a psycho <laughs> in this movie. I guess she was, like... I couldn't tell if she was coked up because they called it vitamins, that big-ass tin full of white powder. And I was like, that's a lot. But that's also a lot of cocaine, for anybody to have on their person, much less a high schooler. I feel like those are actual vitamins. But whatever she was on was litty. She was lit. Yeah. And she ended up jumping off the goddamn boat at one point. So I was like, okay, fuck that. And then they go to another party on accident, um, which ends up being a murder <laughs> mystery party. <laughs> but the two, um, there's two guys in our class. And they're both gay and they're both really into like over the top theater and they're drama kids they're drama kids yes they're theater kids and they're having which i would 
listen, I would love to go to a murder mystery party, honestly. I think that sounds like fun. No. And Amy, come on. They do sound like fun. Not with theater kids, hell no. Not with them kids. They were like, no, get into it. (laughs) Like, (laughs) hell no. You're not not reaching inside of yourself. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, if you're not married in the story, do not touch each other. (laughs) (laughs) He was definitely on his, like, theater director shit. But it was a cute little party and stuff. And so um, they bounce from that party and and they finally get to the the big party, which is with all like the regular, like popular kids and stuff or like, I don't know if they're all popular, but pretty much everybody in the school is there. So, um, but yeah, they're like the, they're weird. And she invokes Malala because she's like, we have to go to this party. Another Seth parallel because she's basically like amy we have to go to this party we have to and amy's like you know what? we've we've already done a lot we've done way more than we've done all year or uh, the entire time we've been in high school pretty much and she's like no we have to go um but i just like malala is such a weird not a weird it's just like for who malala is yeah and all like, that she's already- achieved and I understand why they would look up to her, given yeah. their characterizations. Yes. It, to, she shouldn't be used in this concept. Like, con, like the concept in this context is just weird. And I it shouldn't be what used. Name they, I mean, they could use pretty much anybody's name. They have a lot of women. Beyonce. Beyonce. They could look up, they could do Beyonce. But they white, um, so... I wonder if it's like a persistence thing. I mean, but Hillary <laughs> or some shit like they that. They kept saying she persisted. So Hillary could have worked did too. Say, they did do that. They have like um, a lot of like feminist, white feminist related things. Like, do they have like nasty woman? That's yeah. They did have a nasty woman sticker. That's I like what got on my nerves. From, like, a, from like a young you know like baby feminists before somebody's like listen bitch intersectionality (laughs) like that okay so when I first saw this in theaters like I okay y'all listening to black girl film club a podcast hosted by two black women Mm -hmm. and that was one thing that was like, okay, this is all like the the like it was white feminism. It yeah. it's white feminism, and for me that was off putting, and a lot of that is off putting for me in a lot of comedies. Like a lot of comedies aren't necessarily accessible to people of color to black people to black women and they kind of have to be because they're universal like comedies are universal films are universal and I feel like there needs to be films made for more audiences yeah but also when you make those movies please make them less like corny yeah because like even some of the things that are being made for us now i'm like nope this ain't it either this ain't it either 
I don't want this. And you know what I'm talking about. You know. Y'all know. You know specifically. But like, (laughs) I don't want it. So if it's something that's more, I don't know. Because I don't know if you can make something that's super broad for everybody. Because somebody will find something about it. Or they won't find themselves represented. And like, that's, that's fairly typical. I feel like. You know, you have to play to your strengths. If you can't write for this one group of people, like, you probably shouldn't. Because some people just should not be writing for certain people. They, they they don't know what they're doing. So I get that. But also, like, I mean, when we do get something that's for us, I'm like, this ain't it either. I don't yeah. know about this. <laughs> I don't want this either. Yeah. And I, that, and like, that's the thing. Like, I, I, we talk about this all the time. Like, we, I feel like, And at least every four episodes, we talk about how we would like this film, like a film like this, or a new concept with like a black person Mm -hmm. or a person of color, like and make it culturally significant, culturally relevant. And I feel like a film like Booksmart with black leads or Asian leads or Latina leads could be something but just like how people were cutting a fool about us not seeing this movie like it would be even worse if it had women of color because you know they wouldn't even get this much of a chance to be successful i would wonder like who i would wonder if people would go see it because they wanted to see it or people would go see it because they're trying to like reach some sort of quota because I feel like some people do that shit now. And I'm like, ha ha ha, this, so, this, this thing is so funny, ha ha ha. And I'm like, it's not though, is it? <laughs> like, I'm so glad it has black people in it. But like, I'm at the point now, I'm like, just don't, don't just put black people in it because you just need, like, need to like meet some sort of like, you know, we need to have a black person here. We need to have, uh, this person here, you have fat person here, you have, like, don't, ha- don't do that. Just like make it slap and then make it look like everyday life. Like, because I don't want this. I don't want like reimaginings. I don't want like this, but with black people, I don't want something that you've already done. Like, give me something new, please. <laughs> I don't want clueless but black. I don't want this movie, but black. I just want something that is like you thought of us. You wrote it because you put the black girl here because you wanted a black girl, not because you need to meet some sort of like quota to make this like, oh, we didn't get this. So now we have like, I just want, you know what I mean? I want to be natural and organic. I don't want you to meet some sort of marketing thing because I feel like now some of this stuff feels like I'm being marketed to as well. Because you are. Because I am. This is why I don't trust anything that Disney does. I don't give a fuck how many people they put in their movies. I don't care. (laughs) It's marketing, my niggas. It's marketing. And so I don't really... I know there's a lot of people who are very talented out there that could do it. But, like, I don't think that they're being given the support even by people who make movies for black people. Because, like, set it off. You want don't, me to see Saturday? Don't again? don't do it. Please stop. <laughs> don't do it. Like there's don't a perfect do space. It. Don't for do that. it. 
there's a perfect space for that. And I said this on Twitter. There's a perfect space for movies that could star black people. And it doesn't have to be like this, but black. It could just be a natural organic. This is a story with black people. It doesn't have to be related to any sort of like trauma. It doesn't have to be related to any sort of like historical narrative. Not that those movies are not important. They are important because y'all be out here talking about slaves were, you know, immigrants and shit. And I'm like, no, they weren't. So I think those are still necessary, but like there's so many different types of movies that could be made and are not being made. <sighs> the film like, industry is a trash. <laughs> a mess. Just, trash. Mm. Yeah. Like, oh my God. I feel like we are like edging into the things that we don't like. And I have one more thing that I did not like about the movie because we talked about... Wait, I thought we were going to do things we did like. Oh, I'm done talking about what I liked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ah! Do I have anything? You know what I did like about this too? I like the fact that these teenagers actually look like teenagers. Yeah, everybody looked like a kid when nobody even 35. Even nobody... Well, I don't know. How old is Beanie? Isn't she like twenty four? Ain't she? She's like I feel like she's in her mid twenties. She might be twenty four. Uh, twenty six. Oh damn, good for her. Yeah, she's like a you know she's a small she's a little petite little little thing. So um, I keep forgetting that she's gay too. Mm hmm. I forgot about that, but she's adorable. I love her. Um. But yeah, like none of these kids look like they are super old. Like, <laughs> like, like who bought you in here? Um, and so, and there's a lot of different kids. There are a lot of different kids. She has like Molly has a crush on Nick, who's someone she can't stand, and he's also like a jock type. But he's also into Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. which I thought was weird because he was like oh you're like a Slytherin and a Ravenclaw like a half and half and she was like you could see she just like oh shit mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he knows every intimate part of me <laughs> got straight down to her nerd core <laughs> and um, yeah like I like that, that that even though the kids not only they look like high school kids but they didn't make them like kids they were only into like one thing like they were like jock types which he's not really even a jock type. I think he's like a skateboarder. Who? Right? Nick? He's like a... Yeah. He's like... Sorry, I had to sneeze. Oh, he's like adorable. A... <laughs> <laughs> that's adorable. He, yeah, he's like a skater type dude. Yeah, he's a so skater boy. He says he's yeah, a skater boy. He wasn't like a like a. It was like your typical like jock football player kind of thing, which I kind of like that. Um, because that's usually like what everybody does. Like, oh, this is the jock and this is the cheerleader. Like, there weren't even any cheerleaders in this movie. Mm, there wasn't. Yeah, like it was all kind of more like. Like, there are other parts of, like, the high school kind of ecosystem that were were never explored, like, in the 90s and, like, early 2000s. And so I I did like that. Um, And then they kind of, they all had something else that was, that was the whole thing. They all had this one kind of thing that you expected of them. And then, like, they were 
they had another completely side of them, like Homegirl AAA, <laughs> which uh, I guess we could explain her nickname and the things that, well, I'll probably explain it and the things I didn't like. Cause I was like, girl, what? But um, yeah, she's like, uh, she out here, she is kind of promiscuous or whatever, but she is going to Yale and Melly can't believe it. And they got the one kid who's like super slacker kind of, I guess more of like a stoner type. And he's going to go code for Google. Mm-hmm. And she just doesn't expect it. So I kind of like that. I like that kind of twist to it. But, um, but yeah. So I guess we can get into the meat and potatoes of the things that we didn't like. And speaking of Theo, the kid who's going to code for Google. Googles. Google. Um... His plot with Miss Fine, played by Jessica Williams, why I did not like that they, shit. Why did they do that? I don't like, know. I know so. why they could do it, because the thing about him is he failed seventh grade twice. So he's like 20. 20. Why are you 20 in high school? Don't they just usually just be like, take your GED and go, bitch? <laughs> I don't know how that works from state to state, but I felt like if he was they, 20 years old in my school, they'd be like, please take your fucking GED. Please get the fuck out. I felt like they made him 20 to get away with a teacher sleeping with a student. Whether like, or not do that? it was a former student that could have been omitted from the movie. Like, I feel like they were just looking for a way to use Jessica Williams more than having her be Molly and Amy's favorite teacher mm-hmm. and having her come to their rescue toward the end of the movie. Like, they could have left it at that. Yeah, like, they needed, I felt like they had her. They might have wanted to use her for something else. They didn't have to use her in that way. And I really, really did not like that. I felt like that was unnecessary and it was gross. And, Regardless of his age, you it's still pow, you, like power like, dynamics. Like oh, that's a teacher and that's teacher? a student. Why would you want to see the student? Like they're fucking like first of all, this dude is dumb. <laughs> and also I was like, he's like in high school still. <laughs> like even if he's twenty years old, he is in high school. Like, what are you doing? That was I, so weird. I was like, first of all, girl, your life is that boring that you want to go to a high school party and this is at a nice ass fucking house. I don't blame her for what would want to go see that house but i was like bitch not with these kids not all the kids that you taught all the kids that you taught and they might snitch on you yeah all the kids that you taught are there girl they all they all see you because you sit in the living room my somebody at my school would have snitched on her <laughs> like for real for real <laughs> they should because you know what there was a there was a teacher there was a teacher at my school sub coach archie I know you somewhere with your name on some registry. Mm. Yeah. And everybody knew, but like nobody actually sees some. Nobody probably would snitch on her if they went to my school. I feel like they would snitch on her now. But like, um, yeah, he was like, like people kind of knew he was kind of like, I was like, why do you have relationships with students? Why? Why? Because mm. he was like the cool teacher or whatever. And, like, I never had him as a student, but I kind of, like, in my head, I was, like, I feel like I knew that about him, but I didn't know that about him. Because when it came out that he got, like, arrested for it, I was, like, I 
I feel like I should be more surprised by this, but I'm not. I don't know why. I was like, that's so bad. But I don't know why they worked that into this story because it was like, like, this is supposed to be like a whole new take on it, isn't it? Like, why would you do that? Yeah, that's minute? an old gross trope that needs it to be is. tossed it out. Comes, oh, my God, it comes out so much. It was in Riverdale. <laughs> it was in Dawson's Creek. Oh, I forgot about Dawson's Creek. That was like a big deal. I never really watched Dawson's Creek like that, but I even know I knew that one because I forget with what Pacey. Whatever. I don't see. That's the thing. I know so little about this show. That I only know who Dawson is. I don't know. Okay, Joshua people. Jackson. Oh yeah. The never mind. That's Pacey, right? <laughs> the one that's dating the black girl. Yes. Yes, I think that's him. No. Oh, oh lord. <laughs> yes, he was dating his teacher. And it's also come up in Skins. Oh, wait. oh my boy. Yeah, it was my baby Chris. boy, Chris. Lovely Chris. Yeah, he was with his teacher for a little bit. And then I don't know what I was like. Like when I think when Riverdale came out, I was like, that was the first time I like kind of took stock in it. I was like, is this this is, is this common? Like, why does this keep happening on shows? Mm. I don't know if it's because like I was like, I, obviously it's controversial. But, like, like, are you people okay? They're not. They're not okay. That was mm-hmm. weird. Also, like, I don't really like Jessica Williams that much. Uh, I just don't. I don't know. Uh, I don't really see her in a lot of things, too. But I was like, oh, yeah, that's, that's her. And I was like, all right. Yeah. I'm indifferent. It's like, whatevs. Yeah, it's not like I won't like watch something she's in, but I won't like actively seek out anything that she's in either. I did kind of like her character. Uh, I mean, before she did the you know sleeping with the kid, but like that she was kind of like their favorite teacher, um, and that she wasn't kind of like a hard ass. Because usually when they have black women teachers, they're always like the hard asses and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she was kind of like a fun teacher who like, you know, she was like, I'm going to miss you girls. And, you know, who's going to do the the New York Times crossword puzzle with me? Uh-huh. Dang. <laughs> I think that was the, is it the, that's the big crossword puzzle, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. The one it gets, my grandpa used to do them. Oh, but um, yeah. Yeah. Like she's, she's not like a hard ass. She's not like, <laughs> like Annalise Keating. <laughs> <laughs> but I bet if they be going through it though, she be you know she's got a lot of there's a lot of kills happening around her. Them kids in St. Annalise in her freakum dress and party also, wig. They, also, they're terrible people. I mean, yeah, she should kill all of them kids. But if I was Annalise Keating. Then I could see why I would be like fuck you kids, but like she's not like this. Side note: If you would like a Hannibal, uh, not Hannibal. If you like a How to Get Away with Murder recap, uh, our friends over um, at One More Thing Pod will be doing that soon. Hell yeah! Yeah. So if you are interested, you should go check that out. You should go listen to them, and uh, yeah, and get some get some good recap content. Um, but yeah, that was, I feel like her character, that was the most like disappointing part. One of the most disappointing parts. I was like, oh, we had it. And then we lost it. Mm. 
And then they also have their weird... <laughs> this isn't something I didn't like, but I just thought it was like, damn, this is kind of too real, is when their uh, principal is their Uber driver. Which <laughs> 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 is Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> is this Cardi B? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we never talked about... Okay, I did kind of like that. That's one of the things, too, I was appreciative about was the fact that it was raunchy in certain parts. I did mention the fact that they talk about masturbation. And Molly's like, hey, girl, when we get to this party, like, you might hook up with Ryan. Like, don't you want, like, you know, do you know what you're doing and shit? And she was like, you know, I I think I have an idea. And and then they started, like, she's like, you can't judge me for watching porn. It's like, (laughs) which, ah, we'll get to the part where she said, I thought you were a sex-positive feminist. Like, I was like, oh, God, come on, y'all. But, like, they're watching porn in the back seat, and then <laughs> he's like, "Oh, if you want to connect your your phone to 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 the USB, like you can." And he does, and then the fucking noises <laughs> that come out the speaker, <laughs> 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 and they fucking die. girl. I'd call it a night. I'm like, listen, I know I'm never gonna see this man again, but like. You'll see him tomorrow morning. But I'll see him tomorrow morning. I have to get my diploma. (laughs) Not squelching noises. Like surround sounds squelching. Like (laughs) (laughs) I was like, girl. And he like, oh, is that Cardi B? That that was like one of the few times that I had a genuine laugh and didn't <laughs> laugh like Spice Adams. Because some of the laughs were like, uh-huh. <laughs> but that time, I-, I know the girl was like, oh, this is so hot. And it was all like, like cheek noises and shit. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and they was in the backseat. They wanted to die. I, like, no, I would have, I would have wanted to die. You could like, have only done a barrel roll out that bitch. Like, <laughs> That's the only way. And they stayed in the car. They were trying to get to that party. Oh, my uh, shit. They like, were no, I determined. To, I would have had to call another Uber. Nevertheless, they persisted. <laughs> <laughs> Is this feminism? Is this white girl feminism? <laughs> Persist even when your, your principal hears you... Listening, listening to, to porn. porn. Oh my god. <laughs> they. Uh, that was a good moment. That, that was, was a, a good, good joke. Especially good since joke. it was in comparison to Super Bad. Like, it wasn't just like, oh, we want to fuck these girls. Look at the porn that we're all looking at. It's like. That actually went farther than I feel like Super Bad did. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, back to back to what I guess likes and dislikes. Yeah. Dislikes. Um, honestly, I also didn't really care for the doll scene where they were high that shit. Was so Imagine themselves like they were tripping balls and imagine themselves as dolls. And I feel like that was to critique how women view their bodies. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, okay, yeah, we've been here before in several different ways. Oh Let's God. keep it mu- moving. I get this. Like, I get what you're doing here. And then yeah. the joke is, 
oh, I like the way I look. Like, oh, I like looking like a doll. But the the puppets or whatever, they were ugly. Like, they were nightmares. Like, they... You wanted, you wanted pretty dolls? Like, they had... Like, y'all y'all see the doll YouTubers that be painting them dolls and shit? They could have got... So they could have got some of them to do it but they look like nightmares and it freaked me out and I didn't like it (laughs) and I just wanted it to end and then it went on a little too long and it just wasn't worth the joke for Mm -hmm. that scene like to prove the point they were trying to prove but I guess it was worth them leaving the party walking like (laughs) girl like little dolls and shit (laughs) (laughs) yeah I didn't I didn't really like how long the scene went on for. I did like how she was like, where's my chub? Because she was, Molly was feeling around. And she was like, this isn't my body. Like, the proportion's all weird. She's like, I'm all leg. And she's like, where the, like, where's my chub? (laughs) She's like, this is how I look like. And then Amy's like, oh, I got titties. (laughs) Oh, shit, I got titties. Yeah. But it it was weird. I felt like it was kind of. It was kind of weird. Well, I guess if you wanted to do like the the oh shit we took drugs and we didn't mean to thing, they did do it a different way. I just don't know the way they did it was like worth it. Yeah, I mean, because they could have had them like, you know, most movies they would have them like drooling or acting really crazy or like laid out on the floor or some shit. So I, I do appreciate that they at least tried something different yeah um I, I just didn't really like it that much no it wasn't it just wasn't worth it to me but he's like those dolls were ugly they were ugly dolls i didn't like it dolls are supposed to be pretty dolls can only be pretty or worse nightmares but those weren't <laughs> nightmarish enough and i didn't like it oh my it's god ugly so oh ugly god. They look cheap and horrible and didn't like it. <laughs> you guys had money to make the dolls look nice and they didn't. Oh my god. Okay, okay, okay. The dolls' <laughs> teeth were like gross. Oh my god. Yes, I paid attention to the dolls' teeth. Didn't you like need, it. You need fucking help. I do. Yeah, she does. She does. <laughs> she does. But, um, yeah, so I mentioned the thing about, like, the sex-positive feminist line or whatever. Something about that rubbed me the wrong way. Oh, I, what part was? That was when, when they were in the car and they were listening to, or watching porn. And Amy's like, what the fuck, like, you watch porn? I don't know if she was, like. Oh, you watch porn? She's like, you can't judge me because I like dabble in, in watching pornography. She's like, I thought you were a sex positive feminist. And I was like, oh, because would honestly, would it, I get, I don't know. Like, it seems like it's a white it feminist would, thing to judge people for not doing the things that you like to do that you think is progressive. Yeah. And also, would a teen really, really say that? No, I don't think they would. I mean, teens are really, like, the things that be coming out of the teens' mouths nowadays, I'm like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? Because sometimes it would be so over the top and ridiculous, and I'm just like, 
okay, that's all right. <laughs> but like, I don't think anybody would really say that in real life. And maybe if they do, I'm like, all right, are you regurgitating everything you got from like a vulture article? Like, I'm so confused. <laughs> I'm so confused. But something about it just really irritated me. And it kind of reminded me of like the girls online who were just so pushy to other people who aren't like exactly the feminist that you think they should be because you think feminism is one way. Yeah. Instead of letting people do them. Yeah. I was like, girl, like, Amy don't watch porn. Like, that's fine. (laughs) Like, Leave her, or she's her not panda the, alone, bro. Or she's not. Oh, my God. The panda. <laughs> Molly asked her, oh, is the panda endangered? <laughs> Did she talk about being endangered? Oh, yeah. We didn't mention. So Amy be masturbating with a panda, like a stuffed panda. That she's had from birth or some shit. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Because they were talking about, like, oh, if you get to, if you ever, like, get to have sex with Ryan or something, like, what would you do? And she's like, I don't know. She's like, dude, like, you know, you could do, like, a, it's like you, like, what you do to yourself, but, like, flip. <laughs> like, a hand <laughs> flip. And she's like, oh, you know, like, and it's somehow, somehow it turned into, like, talking about that damn panda. The panda got, like, one eye missing. The panda looked like it's been through it. It's been through hell. She was like, no, that's before, like. We got together. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. That shit looked like the Velveteen Rabbit. You know how the Velveteen uh, Rabbit was all fucked up? <laughs> you know how the Velveteen Rabbit was all fucked up and shit? Yes. Mm-hmm. That shit. Why? Oh, do you think? No. Did I ruin a childhood favorite? Oh, uh, uh, Ashley. That, movie, that book used to freak me out. I don't know why. Uh, bruh. I was like, that damn, that poor rabbit. Bruh, bruh. <laughs> Bruh. Listen, that fucking rabbit went through it. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, back to it. Yeah, they just seem. I know we talked about how they're like really like socially conscious and something, but like it just seemed like too on the nose sometimes. And I know the kids care. They have to care about the world. The world around them because the world is ending <laughs> but like ah, uh, I don't know it just seemed so it seemed a little too over the top for me yeah but I mean I, it kind of worked with their characters because they are very like intellectual and they do know a lot about the world around them they are very smart they are really well read they always drop the names of people that are very famous women, some women that are garbage, like Susan B. Anthony. <laughs> Which I was like, ugh, y'all would like Susan B. Anthony. God damn. Yeah. If they had said something like Ida B. Wells, I'd be like, first of all, they I'm would sure. not. They, they wouldn't. would not. They but would like, not. They I wouldn't. Like, I know. I'm like, you know, you could change out that Susan B. Anthony real quick for an Ida B. Wells. Just inter like just 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 push the gutter bitch to the side <laughs> and bring in Anna B. Wells. Yeah, I looked at who wrote the script. I don't think nobody. 
who wrote the script. Because but, it's like, you know what? It'd be like them people who be putting fucking uh, I voted stickers on Susan B. Anthony's grave. I can't fucking stand those girls. <laughs> I cannot stand. Every time they do it, I'm like, here the fuck y'all go. <laughs> bless. Bless, bless, bless. And I'm not, you know, this, I mean, they're high schoolers. So, like, you know, some of them might rock their shit in, in you know, in college and stuff. Like, they might, In Botswana. In Botswana, definitely. Like, <laughs> um, oh, Amy not going to fare well in Botswana. I can tell you that right now. You know? Eh. A gap year is, that seems like stress to me. Yeah. And well, they both have time to grow. They are. So, you know, I mean, it's like they're in their like late 20s and it's all cemented. Like their brains are still forming. They might change and stuff. But like at the time I was like, come on, y'all. Like if you were really about it, mm-hmm. I'm hear about Susan B. Because, <laughs> ugh. Um, okay. What else? That, like, I, those were the things that I liked and really didn't like, because, Mm -hmm. like, overall, like, I started out this episode saying this is just not for me, Mm -hmm. for the reasons that I, like, talked about, and I don't want to really sway anyone else's opinion on it because like this might be your shit yeah you might enjoy it like i will like the the reason why i don't usually like to give a lot of like recommendations and stuff because you know sometimes i get a recommendation for somebody and i was like you know you get a recommendation for somebody and you're like you look at them a different way because <laughs> you're like ew <laughs> this is what you like and so i don't want to give anybody any sort of like like this is supposed to be just for like y'all to hear what we thought about it but like it's not just be like no don't watch this movie even though we'll have our say like like do we recommend this and be like nah like we didn't like it or something but like it's not to be it's not to shit on it or whatever no um yeah I mean like not to be like this is horrible don't do it like I don't think we'll do I hope we don't do a movie like that like it's, it'll probably come soon. It'll happen. I'm so worried. Because I make <laughs> all kinds of mistakes on a daily basis. So She, she do be watching some movies, y'all. <laughs> it's on that sort of like, damn, bitch, you live like this. <laughs> <laughs> I do live that lifestyle. I do have, okay, I know, I have one more thing that we didn't talk about. Okay. Is I'm actually kind of glad that it was that Amy got kind of a sex scene. Okay. Because it's with her and the girl from the girl from little Ma. Mama, little mama from Ma. I'm so mad that I saw Ma before I saw this movie because it's completely changed how I feel about her. <laughs> and I was like, she's supposed to be kind of like a, like a mean girl in this movie. And I was like, you ain't got the range. I saw this movie first. I saw this movie uh-huh. on a Tuesday, and then I saw Ma on Friday. <laughs> and you were like, bitch, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, you was cutting up. 
<laughs> he was cutting up on Booksmart. And you got my, you let my, you let a woman with a bowl cut treat you like this? <laughs> ah! She got you in the basement doing karate chops? You, you letting her do this? <laughs> you, you let her do this. Okay. I know, right? I was like, girl, not you trying mm. to be mean. You should have been mean in that damn movie. You, mm-hmm. But you weren't. You could have saved Farkle. Well, I don't know. Did Farkle die? I don't know. I forgot. No, nobody died. Except for <laughs> If I can bleep that out, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I amend my statement. Nobody died. Oh, I shouldn't say that, should I? Girl, just if you want to see Ma, watch that damn movie. <laughs> I mean, some people died in Ma. Oh, yeah, people did. Okay, yeah, that, that's not entirely true. You're right. People die in my y'all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in ways that don't entirely make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> I'm so confused about but you know, whatever. No, We're just spoiling the movie. Listen. And we didn't even talk about Ma. But yeah, here we, we are. We haven't. I don't have the strength. Um, but like, okay, so I, so the girl from Ma, I don't even know her move. her name was in this movie. Lil Mama. Uh, Okay, little mama, yeah. So, little mama, um, she's kind of, her and Amy kind of have a weird, like, back and forth at school, I think. And they, um, after they have the big fight, um, because Molly and Amy have a huge fight because uh, Molly refuses to listen, <laughs> that uh, the boy she has a crush on actually has a crush on Ryan, um, Amy goes to the bathroom to cry, and then here goes this, like, she, little mama's trying to be rude to her, whatever, and they start making out, and they're about to, like, have sex on the fl- floor of this bathroom, this beautiful-ass bathroom, whoever did the tiling in the shower, I would like to know <laughs> where this, whose house this was, I need to know more about this house, but, um, they're like about to do. First of all, she sticks her fingers in the wrong hole, <laughs> like a future song. Like a what? <laughs> like a what? Oh my god! <laughs> what future song is this? Most of them. I can't keep up with Navadius. <laughs> Navadius be finger popping people's booty holes. <laughs> <laughs> what was that shit Ry Ry said in, in 20 was it 21 John Street 22 John Street she yes. was finger popping he fell his asshole yes yes <laughs> he always talk about something about putting thumbs and butts he anyway really does. And I didn't know he'd be talking like that and like on this Young Thug song I was listening to, I was like listening to my music, you know, trying not to have my nightly extent, uh, like nightly crisis, you know, going through it, you <laughs> sad know, girl pondering summer. life, you know, sad girl summer, <laughs> yeah, sad girl summer, full effect, transitioning to sad girl fall. Um, he was talking about crushed up X pills, put them in your butt or something, and I was like, excuse me. <laughs> 
Girl, it don't ever. Molly. Oh, he was like crushed up Molly, crushed up X, put it in your butt. And I was like, what? What? Where Where is your life that my life? you have to get high in that manner? I don't know. Frat boys be, you know, butt chugging. So. That's so gross to me. Similar, like, about the same thing. That's so disgusting to me. Like, why? Like, you had to get fucked up that fast. I mean, immediately. It's quicker. You could just take your $80 bottle of wine, pop it up there. Oh, yeah. There. Some girl on Reddit or somebody on Reddit was like, I bought this get it. bottle of wine and they wine chugging it. They butt chugging my wine. <laughs> and I took it back. And everybody yeah, he took got the bottle back. Me. Whoever it was, they took the bottle back and, like, how dare you disrespect my wine? Like, <laughs> you gave it as a gift. What you supposed to do with the gift? You don't know what they're going to do with the gift? I, I mean, personally, personally, I'd be if like horrified. You, if you, if I bought $80 wine and I find out you drink, you plan on drinking my $80 wine with your booty hole, I'm going to be upset because I could have spent $10. You drink $10 wine with your booty hole. Also, and that would be me. I'm like, you getting this, uh, this Franzia, this fucking Liberty Creek. <laughs> you drink barefoot with your booty hoe. You might end up <laughs> in the hospital like that shit. I don't trust okay. barefoot like that. You drink barefoot with your booty hoe, okay? You don't drink this fine Riesling or whatever. You drink this Sutter home with your booty hole. Don't oh, be drinking my $80 Sutter water. home. Help me, Jesus. Don't do it. Okay. Just take care of your bodies, y'all. But I, okay. So I liked this scene because it's not like a girl and a guy. I don't think you see a girl and a guy. I mean, you see people making out and stuff, but like, there's not like a same sex scene, same sex sex scene. Mm-mm. It's kind of rare, I feel like, especially in like a uh, a teen, a teen comedy. comedy. Yeah, a teen comedy. Um, usually, you like these like they would be the butt of the joke, um, in that sense. So that was cool. Um, but <laughs> girl, <laughs> I was not expecting her to throw up on the girl. That's so horrifying. She pulled a Becca, bro. She sure did. She did. So Becca kind of missed and got nah. on, the, on the on the comforter. She got nah. on the girl's like stomach. <laughs> I I'd Amy, be so Amy, over Amy. it. I'd be so over it. Yeah, that's and she was. She told her you need to get the fuck out. Basically, yeah, yeah. She's like, God, get out, the, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> so I did like I did like that too. Um, but we never talked about too like the the whole like the big theme with these movies, Superbad and Booksmart, is the fact that this is kind of coming up on the end of a friendship because the big fight they have at the party, which is filmed on her, on people's phones. I was like, God damn! I'm so glad! I'm so glad! I was not a teen with cell phones when they were like high def post that shit instantly to the internet because I don't know what I would have done. Ooh. Oh. I'm I think I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful because I just can think like 
oh my god the clothes i would wear Ooh. and shit by the way my hair would look like oh i'm so glad there's like hardly any pictures from when i was in high school because no ma'am <laughs> they had no. to hand draw all pictures back when i went to high school She's like, like you need a tablet and a fucking like a, a like a chisel. <laughs> All my t- pictures are hand drawn. <laughs> Pictograms on the cave walls and shit. Like, <laughs> but they have a fight because Molly don't listen, and basically he's like Molly's. Molly says, I basically got to do everything. I got to tell you what to do because you don't know how to make decisions and all this shit. And Amy's like, this is not true. Like, you just so pushy and bitchy and you're always telling me what to do and shit. And it kind of falls apart. And they, you know, they eventually, the relationship is kind of repaired in a, in a much better way, I think, than Seth and Evan's friendship. It's just because they, they apologize to each other. Um, like a genuine apology, which I was like, oh shit. Cause I was expecting Molly to be kind of like a half-assed apology, but she like genuinely apologizes to her. Um, and it is right before Amy leaves, um, for her gap year. Oh, because also too, they thought they were going to go like Molly had planned out their lives pretty much. Like they, she was going to go to Yale. Molly was going to go to Columbia or sorry, Amy was going to go to Columbia they were going to, like, hang out during, like, winter break because Columbia is not that far. Well, was it, like, a train right away? Uh, yes. Yeah, so. To New England from New York City? Like, they were yeah. going to be pretty close so they could go see each other. So it wouldn't be, um, it was not the same type of, like, conflict like Seth and Evan, which is, like, Seth getting into, like, a basic school and Evan kind of, like, zooming past him. And getting into, like, this, you know, Ivy League school and stuff that Seth had no chance of getting into. So it wasn't, like, that kind of thing. But, like, Molly had basically planned their lives out. And Amy was like, actually, I'm going to Botswana, like, for a year. Like, I'm not coming back. Um, I'm not coming back for, like, break or anything like that. I'm, like, leaving, leaving. And she's like, why would you do that? You just, like, fucked up, like, all my plans for us. (laughs) She's, like, planning their lives. And didn't really take into account that, like, Molly, or not, sorry, that Amy might want to do something else. And that kind of is, um, that I guess that had been kind of, like, boiling under the surface for a lot longer than the movie lets on, I feel. Um, but towards the end, it's kind of like they, they kind of break up, too. A little, like, second yeah. heaven. Um. It's, I doesn't feel like it's final, final like Superbad does. But you could tell that their friendship is different. It is different. Because Amy finally, like, she stood up for herself. Yeah, she stood up for herself. She's like, I don't have time for this shit. And it's also, too, because of, like, this is, you know, um, I guess this is supposed to be set in, what, 2018, 2019? Mm-hmm. 19. So, like, so, like, this, you know, you do have the internet, you have Skype and all that. Um, I mean, it might be kind of difficult in Botswana, but like, you never know. Like you could totally, I mean, people make it work so they can still communicate. 
it doesn't feel like they'll never see each other again, but it's also like their lives are going to take different paths. They got to start actually talking to people around them and stuff. Like triplet. And make other mean? friends. Yeah, make other friends. Molly might make friends with the girl named AAA who they named her that because I guess they had this rumor that she would go pick up guys and like give them head in her car. Mm-hmm. But it really wasn't like that. She was like, my friends call me like they need help because she helped out Molly. And then she's like, yeah, I did fuck them. But like, why would I fuck a guy in my my house? I was like, you know what? It makes sense. If you live with your parents, should you be trying to sneak in people? Probably not. This is why the girl's going to yell. She She's smart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, um, so yeah, I, I, I. I do like that part of the movie um, because it is kind of one of those things that like, like we said in the last episode, you do, you're not really prepared for that to happen, even though you're all like, oh yeah, I cannot wait to fucking leave high school. But um, like once it actually happens, it's kind of like, oh shit, I'm out here on my own. In the wild, I have to grow up. Yeah, find my way. Yeah, and the good thing is that they they go and get pancakes and shit before she leaves. Cause Molly was in her car, she must start crying. I think she started crying, and Amy's like, "Hey, mm. I got time. Let's go get pancakes." <laughs> so they're still friends, which is good. Um, but I, yeah, I just thought, like, you know. I wonder if that, that'll, I mean, if anybody ever decides to actually make a fucking teen comedy that's like, <laughs> in the next coming years, like, you know, will they focus on that kind of stuff or no? Listeners, if you're writing your teen comedy, shake it up. Yeah. Everything, not everything has to be like, oh, I'm so glad we moved away from like American Pie. Oh. Uh... That was like a low point. I feel like we were just scraping the barrel at that point. We talked about that during one of... I remember talking about that because I feel like I... I feel like I talked about how like I snuck and watch it. I just watched that movie like last year for the first time. I was like, ooh, no. (laughs) This is... Mm -mm. And I love a good like teen comedy. Like, I mean, we grew up on those, so it's not like I was, like, unfamiliar, but I was like, this is just a lot. Yeah, he fucked the pie, bro. In a way that wasn't even funny in some parts. I was like, this seems, like, mean-spirited. It was. It was the 90s. Yeah, but it was like, like, you know you had the movies where it was kind of like... I don't think it was necessarily like sex comedy, but like, like some of the other ones that came out around the same time, they didn't feel so like gross. This was shaking things up. We were preparing for the new millennium, Ashley. Anything was possible. Anything was possible. And then they gave us American Pie and they gave us three more movies after, or two more movies after that. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to. They could have seen. You see what happens when you make unnecessary sequels and shit. Mm-hmm. Stop. <laughs> a 
Okay, so what, um, I guess, what are your recommendations for this movie? Or for this, in, I guess, in, instead of this movie? Um, so yeah, I mean, I, watch it if you want to. Like, you wouldn't be missing out if you don't watch it. I mean, like I said earlier, a lot of the laughs are a little Spice Adams-y for me. Yeah. I did have some genuine laughs, like the Cardi B comment. <laughs> um, but a movie that <laughs> I guess I would recommend, and again, take this with a grain of salt, you do you. Um, but it was a movie that I found that I did like when I watched it, um, mm-hmm. that I really didn't expect to like. Um mm-hmm. Okay. At all, because I was just watching movies because that's what I do. That's how I live my life. I I'm live so nervous for what you about to really suggest. reckless <laughs> lifestyle. I'm always um, nervous about what you're suggest about to suggest. Oh lord. Okay, but it's blockers. Oh okay. I don't. Is that the one about the parents? Yes, the parents don't want. Wasn't John their... Cena in that movie? Yes, it's on brand for me. You know. Okay. Wrestling. Um, but the parents don't want their teen daughters to have sex, so okay. they block, like, try to block it. Um, but it's it wasn't what I expected from a film with that premise. It oh, I does, didn't know this is an Evan and Seth movie. It it is. It's a yeah. They produce. I mean, they're like one of like I want to say six producers on it, but yeah, yeah. or two of six producers. I mean, Listen, Seth getting money. <laughs> yeah, he out here. What is Seth Rogen's net worth? Um, but yeah, it, it's a cool movie. Um, oh, yeah. fifty-five million. He's doing all right. Okay, okay, okay. Five, ten, fifty-five million. Now we're gonna be net worth. Uh, watch. In addition oh, to height watch, height watch. We can't just blame um, judge because y'all tall. <laughs> um. So yeah, I would recommend Blockers. Okay, um, I don't, this is not in the same vein of this at all, <laughs> but I just kept thinking about eighth grade. Oh. It's like a sadder version, not even a sadder version of this. It's just like kind of a on a sadder note, I guess, because it's like a young girl who kind of wants to be popular. And tries to be on YouTube, and and she's just kind of like an outcast and stuff like that. But that was like a, a movie about a teen girl. I think it was like really well done. It's so good. Yeah, and I don't know if it's still streaming on Amazon Prime. Um, it also has one of my favorite musical cues ever, which is fucking Inya, when she's taking selfies. Mm. And I was like, holy shit, wait. First of all, Inya, Inya let y'all uses Inya don't like. <laughs> oh, it is still on Prime. But yeah, I was like, Inya let y'all use this? Like, she didn't tell y'all no? The fuck? So I was so confused. I was like, oh, okay. But like, it's kind of a little um, depressing, I feel. I love how somebody said this is a movie about nothing. People are so dumb. Oh my God. Oh my God. Um, 
but yeah, if you like another movie, I mean, yes, it is about a white girl. Um, but I feel like it's kind of, it's a good movie. It's a good take on it. It's kind of like a little like, um, for, I feel like eighth grade for some people would be a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It also, for some people, feels like a universal experience. Like I felt like I thought it was. I was like, oh, I got like so many flashbacks for like that time and like high school and stuff, and just kind of being a, like the weird kid. Even though I had friends, which she doesn't really have friends in this movie at first, and um, but yeah, just kind of like that. Even the way she walked through the halls, like the because there were so many like shots from her like walking, and she'd be all slunched, like slouched over and stuff. And I was like, oh, I totally. I remember catching myself one day, like you keep staring at the ground, like start looking up, <laughs> like I would always be looking at my feet, and so I was like, oh, this is a lot, like. But it's kind of like an updated thing because at one point there's like, they have like a school shooter drill. Mm. I was like, oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> it's like these poor kids, these poor babies. My God. So I I like that movie a lot. Um, I'm hoping that we one day have lots of good teen comedies to suggest to y'all. Yeah, that aren't very, very offensive. Yeah, that aren't offensive, that aren't old as shit, that aren't remakes because... We forgot about the house party remake. And it popped back up. It popped back up and it pissed me off again. (laughs) I just want some new shit. Please, 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 please. I just want some new shit. Please just start letting people get their foot in the door. Like, let people have their moment. Like. I know you like money. I know studios love money. We all love money. money. But just give creatives more space, more freedom to be creative. Just let it happen. If you're like a person who has a studio, if you're a black person who has a studio, Tyler, (laughs) please give these people some money to do some cool shit. Yeah. And... I'm not. I'm. I'm not gonna finish my statement. I'm not. No, I want you to. I'll cut it if it's um, too crazy. And let it be quality. Like, let them use your studio that you make millions from, and give that money to quality. Like, everything shouldn't be Loretta Divine with quality. <laughs> when you got money, like everything shouldn't be shake and go with quality. Oh, we got money. We we got bundle money. You got bundle money. Oh man, yeah. I'm just waiting. I just people you got always about doing it for yourselves, and then like we don't do it. Like no, nobody needs another AIDS drama, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Not just Tyler. Anybody who's in like a, a a high creative position, like help your fellow man out, and like realize that there are children out there that would like to see cool movies like teens would like to see cool movies and don't get us wrong like there is a place and there is an audience for tyler perry movies tyler perry has p- 
put food on people's tables. He has given actors work. He has given my mom, my my actor mom work. My grandma loves. Viola. Wait, she was in a Tyler Perry? Yeah, he she's worked with Tyler Perry, I think. Like she he has given people work. But okay, at the same up, time Let me pull up Madam Makes space. Like make space. Yeah, that's all we want. I mean, there's no boundaries being pushed here and there, but you know, just Oh my god, she was. Oh my god, she was. Oh my this was ten years ago. Oh my god, she was. Mm-hmm. And Medea goes to jail. <laughs> when nobody, like when no one really wants to work with black actress, actors and actresses, Tyler's we'll, there. He yes, we'll give him that. He yes. I just wish he would diversify. Just give. Space. And if he can't diversify, give some money to somebody who can. Because you know what, it might not be in his wheelhouse to do. Something like that. Because I wouldn't want Tyler Perry to produce like a teen comedy or some shit. I don't think he should do it. But like somebody out there could. I want like it would be about Madea growing up in like the 60s. It'd be like Ma. It'd be like Ma. Ah. (laughs) It'd be like Ma. Mm. Mm-hmm. It'd be her in a fucking, like, a very round afro or one of them hats. You say in the 60s? Yeah. Yeah. Or I don't know. How old is my uh, Madea supposed to be? I don't know. 40s? Shit. She'd be at a juke joint? I don't know. Shit. <laughs> no, bitch, not a juke joke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not a fucking juke joint. Oh, my God. Okay. Um. So, yeah, I guess... This episode is a little different. Um, it was more like a rough cut, honestly. Yeah. But uh, we hope you enjoyed it. If you want to find us anywhere, um, you can listen to this episode on SoundCloud, Spotify, um, iTunes, pretty much anywhere you get podcasts. Um, we're there. And if you want to like talk to us, you want to argue, don't argue with us, please. But like, if you want to like, if you have some sort of reaction to this, you can always hit us up on Twitter at BLK Girl Film Club. You can always email us at blackgirlfilmclub at gmail.com. We have a little like website, blackgirlfilmclub.com. Where else are we? Oh, on Instagram at blackgirlfilmclub. Yes, IG baddies. <laughs> And, um, yeah, so we do not know what we're doing for October quite yet. But um, it's, it's time for scary movies. It is. Um, we're kind of trying to figure out what we want to do because I will be out of town <laughs> for two weeks. So, um, I won't be around necessarily. Look at me. I'm just like, I'm going to get out of town, you guys. <laughs> But yeah, so I don't know. Like I don't, I don't know what what Brittany probably has something something terrible in mind. I do have some ideas. They're good. And here I am, worried already, <laughs> worried and terrified already. So, as always, um, you know, if you've been following us well, you know that we'll announce it 
sometime in October. Um, so yeah, get ready for that. And yeah, go see eighth grade or not go see, but I guess, well, yeah, definitely go see eighth grade. <laughs> but no, if you, uh, if you want to watch book smart, if you feel it in your heart, do so. If you don't feel in your heart, you don't have to do that either. You grow you do what you want. Yeah. Do what you want. Even if you're not popping. Yeah. As Navadius, I'll stick, what, Molly up your butt? <laughs> and fingers, I guess. Oh. <laughs> Is this why he has like seven baby mamas? Ah. Uh, yeah. Something to ponder. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, bye guys. Don't stick a finger up anybody's butt. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>